What's up, travelers? You have found the podcast that is here to explore the world. We are five travel experts hooked on our trade and ready to share our tales from around the world. You're listening to the Where We Roam podcast. Without further ado, let's roam. Hello and welcome to the Weary Rome podcast. My name is John and I am joined by my fellow podcasters. How's it going, everybody? Hi, John. John. So good to see your faces again. Happy new week. So today we've got a fun show planned. I'm very excited to talk about it. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite resorts. I think that we've talked about this before. It's not necessarily my favorite, but I really, really like this resort. And three of y'all got to go to this resort and stay there in the newly refurbished rooms mm-hmm. and experience all of the new updates. And I am going to pick y'all's brain about it because I want to know how it was today. We are talking about Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Ooh. Did y'all go to the spa or just the resort? We just we did the resort. not go to the spa, sadly. No, <laughs> all work, no play. It was a quick, was oh, a quick trip overall. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the all work, no play with that tough <laughs> VIP. <laughs> all right so okay first of all i need someone to you know for all of our listeners who maybe have never been there or i mean everybody has probably seen this in commercials because disney loves to use this resort in all of their promotional materials but where is the location of this resort so it's right across go ahead megan i think that was corinne oh go ahead yeah so i'll take take this one (laughs) technically Corinne, where's this resort? It's in the Magic Kingdom resort area. It is one of the three monorail resorts, which is a great selling point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of probably the the main selling point, I think, of this resort is the proximity to Magic Kingdom and obviously the ease of getting on the monorail and getting over to Epcot and resort hopping. Um, you can take the monorail. You can take boat. You can walk. It's great. It's got so is many the, options. Was the walking path open when y'all were there last month? It was. Yep. Yeah, I was actually one of the first people to walk on that walking path. Were you? When it opened. When, when, it, opened, officially yeah. when it reopened or when it first opened? First opened. Okay, because it had opened and then they closed it while they were doing construction. Yep. Right. Gotcha. Okay, so great location, walkable, boat ride, monorail. I do love, when, I, when I've stayed there in the past, I love getting on the monorail in the morning. And then I love getting on a boat in the afternoon because it's one stop ride from the resort mm-hmm. to the Magic Kingdom and then both mm-hmm. ways, whether Actually, it's a monorail going in and then first stop on the boat ride on the boat. I back. think you just summed it up really well in the perfect way to get to and from Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's a great tip. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like insider tip. Or you yeah. walk. I love walking too because then I'm not waiting on anybody else but my own feet. But yeah. it's further exactly. of a walk than from Contemporary. It, it is. is. Much, right? Definitely. Yeah. That is definitely a longer walk. A little less than a mile, right? From the lobby to Magic Kingdom. I think that's what I read. Yeah, just under a mile. Mm. But if you're in the outer building, it's not bad at all. That's true. Mm. Especially if you're in um, Mm -hmm. the outer club building. What is that? Uh, Sago Sago Key? Mm -hmm. S-A-G-O? I think so. I think that's the building that I was in on this past trip. It was the right, one that's yeah, closest to the, the, yeah, the walking the left path. hand side because <laughs> when they were working on that building is when they shut the path down. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Very cool. All right. So speaking of that, 
they've done a lot of work on this resort. The last time I was there was peak pandemic, November of 2020. We were actually there like the week of the election. So like my wife and I had vote pre like voted early and then just watched <laughs> everything play out from like the poolside at the, <laughs> the, at the Grand Floridian. That's but, a great idea as well, John. You're, yeah, you're on you're fire full today. Of tips today. I'm <laughs> telling you, it was great. You get away from everything at that moment. That being said, oh, I was counting on it like, you know, numbers being lower because people would want to be home to vote right but then i realized everybody you know votes remote and or you know mail in or early we did early voting but you especially know, that year yeah i don't want to get mm -hmm. into all that anyway <laughs> there were still a lot of crowds so speaking of that when i was there in 2020 during peak pandemic time in november of 2020 the rooms were definitely feeling very grandma-y mm -hmm. very going to grandma's house well, i mean Grand We're still obsessed is, with Victorian stuff, even though yeah. Victorian era ended 100 years before she was alive. So on my last day at the Grand Floridian, it was like peak pandemic, November of 2020. We were there and the rooms were definitely like during it was peak COVID, but it was also peak grandma, peak Victorian, old fogey mm -hmm. feeling rooms. Recently, Disney has put a ton of money into refurbishing these rooms. I want to hear mm -hmm. all about these rooms and how they turned out. I think they're stunning. I really? loved the I loved the decor. It was not in your face. It was very muted. Uh, it felt very elegant. Uh, it was very clean. Um, I really loved the upgrades a lot. I agree with you completely. They got yeah, rid of the beautiful. carpet, right? The carpet's gone, isn't yes, it? Yes, the, the carpet is gone. gone yep, mm -hmm. it's a nice. vinyl wood floors. I walked into this and it was. Just, I hadn't stayed at Grand Flow before. I thought it was old fogey. I thought it was stuffy. old fogey. Yeah, it, stuffy, exactly. Stuffy is a word everybody uses for this resort. Yeah. yeah. And I grew up loving Mary Poppins. So I walked in and it was just, I don't know, it just took me back to childhood, honestly. But, yeah. but it's not like in your face. Right. It's elegant. It's elegant yes. upscale. Uh, and it really, Grand Flurgan jumped in my book on where I rank it as, as a resort. Really? Yeah. Where'd you rank it now? It's probably top three for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it's kind of, that's surprising. It's, what's, what's it lacking? Honestly, nothing. So some people say it's, I mean, some people don't like the vibe in the lobby. So to wrap up that up, they've just overhauled the rooms completely. It has a Mary mm -hmm. Poppins theme, very elevated, new furniture, new floor, new paint, new wallpaper. The bathrooms have been completely redone, gutted. Mm -hmm. They look great. Yep. I knew they were working on the lobby. And in the past, they had done the lobby bar. I really loved the look of the, the what is that? The something rose. Enchanted Rose. Enchanted Rose, Enchanted rose bar. I love that vibe with the it's blues beautiful. and like really, mm -hmm. really well done. Have they updated when they did all that work in the lobby? What did they do like on the rest of the lobby besides the the Enchanted Rose? I don't. Uh, Dana, what do you well, think? It was decorated for Christmas when we were there. So it's it was really, really hard to look past all of the Christmas. Yeah. To see, compare and contrast what it was several years ago. I don't think that it was as drastic of a change as the rooms. Okay. So I know that they painted... They updated like all of the railing and the intricacies in the railing, but it doesn't look like it's that different. I don't different. think they changed a lot. I was no, really either. afraid whenever they announced that they were going to be doing this refurb that they were going to completely change the vibe of the lobby. And it really upset me. And so I was glad to see actually that they didn't really do too much to it that was drastic. Yeah. It was no, just it, kind of freshened it, up. It felt very yeah. familiar to me. It did mm -hmm. not... Okay. 
didn't walk in and be like, oh my gosh, this is so different. It was just yeah. very familiar. The lobby isn't offensive to me. Like apparently no. it is to some other people. I, I, I like it's big. It's grand. It's what you expect at yeah. the grand flow. It's not I think it was more kingdom, the rooms you know? that it's offended people. Lodge. Yeah. The lobby yeah. is gorgeous. The high ceilings, the, the attention to detail with the flowers they have everywhere. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really well done. I yeah. feel like if you haven't been there and been in the lobby, then you kind of have that mindset of it being that old, you know, old fogey kind of resort. Mm-hmm, I'll tell right. you the first time that I walked into that lobby, I, I, I thought that I was going to feel that way and think it was going to remind me of my grandma and, you know, it wasn't going to be my thing. I walked in there and I cried. I was <laughs> overwhelmed. I mean, you know, the pianist was playing. Granted, yeah. I, it was not my first stop on the monorail, you know, bar crawl. I had some liquid courage in me, but it was it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I haven't even, you know, hadn't even been in one of the rooms. I just, I love the vibe of it. It's like when Corinne walked into Walt's apartment. That's what it's. Oh, I yes. Just, uh. I get overwhelmed. She wasn't even easily. in Walt's apartment and was crying. <laughs> no, I was crying at the door. Yeah. That's too funny. So, okay. So you guys think the lobby is fine. Now, let's talk about vibe real quick. We touched on it a lot. I think that some people feel that the resort that they wouldn't feel comfortable with their kids running around that resort. I didn't feel that way. My kids can be just as wild as an ex, but they can also go sit down for a nice meal. Do you guys think that you would have a problem bringing small children here? No. I I think you have to remember that you are at Disney. And it's okay if your kid is having a meltdown because they're exhausted because an hour ago, another child was having a meltdown. It is an elegant upscale vibe. So do you want them running through the lobby and playing tag every day? No, but you don't need to feel like this is not for you. Right. And there's a ton of outdoor space to run around yeah. too. There's, mm-hmm. there's the massive sprawling resort. Activities and, and things that you can direct them to that doesn't need to be in the full frontal view of everybody sitting in that lobby. Like right. if your kid is having a meltdown, take them outside, take them outside. And, and distract them, point them in another direction. There's stuff to see yeah. and do. Speaking of outside... What do you guys think about the pools and the grounds of the Grand Floridian? Because I've got lots of thoughts, too. Well, they were redoing some. They had some scaffolding up and they were, you know, I guess because of they were getting ready for Christmas and all of that. So I think they were doing some repairs and they had stuff up. So we didn't really get a full access to everything mm-hmm. that the resort has to not offer. Not to mention it was raining every day. The weather oh, was not yeah. great. So no, it was that's not a bummer. Great. So, yeah, yeah ex- exactly. Um and I finally got outside once the rain stopped on our last morning mm-hmm. and tried to get some some good video and, and pictures of things. I thought the splash pad was fun. I do like the, oh, um, yeah. the Mad Hatter vibe, yeah. like tipping water spout thing. I think the kids would have a lot of fun there. They have yeah. some good beach space, outdoor chess, a fire pit, things like that. It's I don't know. I, th- I think it does probably draw that slightly older crowd but with maybe kids who are six and above, seven and above. Yeah, but they're still toddlers, man. Like, it's, like they're still kids. There's, to- there's going to be toddlers everywhere. But Disney sure. does such yeah. a great job of having entertainment lined up. I mean, mm-hmm. they do the, yes. do the s'mores. You can buy the s'more kits and do the cookout at the fire pit. They'll have right. movies that play. Movie they night. have mm-hmm. cast members and that are doing games by the pool throughout the day. And All day the long. Evening. So, yeah. So, they and they'll do, they've even had crafts inside when it's raining outside and we've made tie dye t-shirts at right. a mm. Disney resort before. So they do a really good job 
of entertaining kids and sometimes characters will walk through you may see a random character i know at contemporary we've we've seen them walking through before so i mean i think it's it's good for all ages there's something for everyone there like sean was saying the splash pad you've got a a pool for bigger kids so i mean so speaking of pools there are two massive pools at this resort um there's the beach pool which is where the mad hatter splash pad is yeah but that's also where like the really cool winding through the rocks water slide is mm-hmm. my kids love that pool but then also they have the courtyard pool what i love about the courtyard pool is a little chiller but they still have like a bar that has snacks and drinks there a lot of times the quiet pools at disney resorts may not have like a snack shack or a bar it's perfect you can still go and get something to eat get get mm-hmm. a drink or whatever you want right there at the courtyard pool, just like you would over at the beach pool. Yeah. So I think that the the pool scene at this resort is maybe my third favorite on property. What goes, goes storm away, storm Storm along Bay, and then Polly. And then maybe this, I can't think of one that's better. Maybe wilderness lodge, but I I, I think that the overall, if you take all the pools into consideration, this this is better. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that. So, okay. Let's talk dining. So much dining, right? I love to eat here. This is great. Well, I love the Grand Floridian Cafe for one. It's always a good, old, reliable restaurant. It's a sleeper. You get a reservation, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's not exactly. a hard Solid reservation food. to get, but it's really nice portions and delicious mm-hmm. food. Right. Mm-hmm. John, agree. one of your favorites is here too, right? Citricos is right at Grand Citricos Floridian. Citricos is here. I have not been since they redid it. I really want it because now it has a Mary Poppins theme. They've updated the menu. I need to go back. We've talked about my crying in that resort or in mm-hmm. that restaurant like a, a fool. <laughs> but yeah. And then there's obviously, you know, the fanciest of fancy Disney restaurants Victoria here. Victorian Alberts. Is Victorian yeah, Alberts. Yeah. Um, have any of y'all done Victorian Al- Alberts? I've done no. it once. Oh my gosh. Okay, Dana, spill the tea. Okay, so we went, we did Dopey. So we did this Mm -hmm. 2019. The race. Yes, we did the 5K, the 10K, the half, and the full. There it is. Yeah, that's the Dopey. Yeah. Yeah, so we did that. And then, so after the full marathon, we wanted to have like a really nice rewarding meal afterwards. As you should. That's fair. Right. Right. So we- That is the ultimate rewarding. ultimate. And so we tried to get a reservation and couldn't get a reservation. So we got on the wait list. Okay. And they ended up calling us really close to our trip and saying, hey, we have a table open. Are you interested? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. And um, I wore heels that night, which was dumb because I had just ran. I did not plan that. That was a mistake. I did not plan that well. 48 miles in four days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was not my (laughs) best decision. But uh, but you have to dress up. It does have a dress code. So men have to wear slacks. A formal in-writing dress code. Yes. You have to have a jacket for men. Women have to be dressed up. So that's why I was respecting the the rules. Is there an age restriction? There is an age restriction. I cannot remember what is off the top of my head. Is it 12 or 16? Yeah, it is an older age. You cannot take young children in there. And it is an expensive experience, but I can't remember what the price was. I want to say it was probably close to like 150 a head. But they have different more than that, no? They have different um, tiers at that time. Okay. Well, this mm-hmm. was 2019. They, they, they still do. They have the different dining rooms. Yes. Like the, the different tiers. Right. Are like, there's like yeah. the Victoria room and then there's, right? Isn't that how that works? And they mm-hmm. had like a chef's table option. Right. Like we, we were on the wait list. So we just took whatever we could get. We didn't mm-hmm. really get to pick where we wanted to be because we were just grateful to be in the door. Sure. Um, multiple, multiple. Courses. Co- thank you. Courses. 
multiple courses, and they actually give you a printed menu when you leave. So you can see everything that you had that night. And then they have a wine pairing you can add on as well. Would I do it again? I'd probably do it again, but I wouldn't do it. It's not something I'm going to do every time or even every couple of trips. It's going to be It sounds like a perfect thing after Adopi, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Just wear flat shoes. So current pricing, just for people to know, is prefix menu starts... At two ninety five per guest, with an okay. optional wine pairing starting at one fifty five. So the wine pairing was what I was thinking. It was one fifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you're looking at about five hundred dollars a person at the at the base if you get the the base prefix, the base wine pairing. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. is the this is the restaurant on all of Walt Disney World. Like this one gets the awards year right. after yeah. year. Yeah. Did you think that the price was worth it, Dana? I mean. It's worth saying you did it once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get That's that. That's the best way to say it. I mean, and I would probably do it yes. again. Like this is worth a thousand dollars for a couple. Like yeah. it's hard to be like you ate that to dollar worth it. of food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an experience. And it that's is experience. kind of what you have to look look at. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things at Disney. Yeah. And if, and if it was a big if it was like a milestone anniversary, you know, mm-hmm. if it was right. like a sure. twenty or twenty five year, we wanted a nice dinner, hundred percent would do it again. Yeah. All right. So speaking of restaurants, moving beyond the fanciest of fancy, let's maybe go down to a little bit more silly. Is there character dining at oh, Grand John. Floridian? Sorry. Oh, why I would you up. open Sad. that can of worms? <laughs> oh, there used why? to be. There used there to did. be. And it was wonderful. This is like the only place that hasn't reopened, right? Mm-hmm. Like the only character yes. dining? Have, have yes. all of us done mm-hmm. 1900 Park Fair? I've never done 1900 Park Fair. I have. I yeah. It's also super unique because there's two different right. um, character well, experiences. Was. There was. Who knows what it'll come back if it does come back. If it comes back. It was um, Mary Poppins, Bert. I think it was Bert. I, who else? Alice. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland, Mad Hatter, and... And was that the lunch or brunch lunch and then breakfast was Winnie the Pooh? Like those no, English characters? Was it Winnie the Pooh? No, Winnie the Pooh was with it was all the English characters, all the Mary English, Poppins, that, Alice in Wonderland, and and Winnie the Pooh. That was there, and then the other meal was Cinderella, Cinderella Prince, Prince Charming, and the, yeah, Prince Charming, and then like the Wicked Stepmother and the stepsisters, right? Which mm-hmm. one did you do, Dana? I did the one with the evil stepsisters. Was yeah, that was the I, I did best? As well character interaction yeah they, they are yeah. so I've seen good some videos of them but not not from there but they are hilarious they, yeah. so they're, fun. they're a hoot yeah, yeah. i still can't believe the they haven't brought that meal back and I, I just don't know if it's like a the, the space needs to be renovated or what but i'm scared they're not going to at this point it's leaving a lot of money on the table though it's popular. Club could really use it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I mean, speaking of, I know we're on dining right now, but Bippity Boppity is still also not, not is also not there. open over there. Yeah. And I just they haven't opened it at Disney Springs either. What no, is going on? Just, Do you think that know. they just don't want a lot of foot tra- extra traffic in that resort right now because of construction? The construction. That's a good point. Possibly, maybe. 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 But I mean, they had the gingerbread house there. They got to be close goes- to finishing their construction, though, right? Well, I think they're always going to like they're always going to decorate it for Christmas. I don't think that would ever change. Right. Well, it was really? limited. They didn't do gingerbread when I was there because had, really? they didn't do it that year in 2020. Huh. So that's COVID. Oh yeah. I think that COVID was, didn't do it. That was the right. year. Yeah. But mm. now it may just be you know they've been doing all the rooms and they've been doing all this other stuff and now they're kind of getting to the end of it. So maybe we'll hear something in 2024 about it opening. From your lips. To Iger's ears. 
<laughs> Here we Send go. Only. If only. <laughs> if you know only. what I want, I get. That's what I've been told. So. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Bob? So, that okay. And then there quick, real quick, quick service there is, I feel like it's fine. What is it's a It's a weird naming. Gasparillas. Gasparillas. Thank you. Yep. I feel like it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's quick service. It's, it's not as good is. as Captain Cook's next door. Mm, but you know what, though? What You think it's better? No, I said nothing is oh, as good nothing as Captain is. Thank Cook's. You. Yeah. Captain Cook's is my favorite. It's, yeah. I will say this though, when I stay at Grand Floridian, I just walk my booty right on over to whatever for lunch over at um Captain Cook's at Polly. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. Let's go to I swung over there and, and had some Captain Cook's. Dole whip. Dole whip. Or sushi from the bar, the sushi bar. I'm just yeah. saying. So lots of things. But we're it. not but we're not doing a Polly. No, we're not. But this is an important <laughs> thing to say that dining at Grand Flow, you also have all the dining available to you at Polly and a short monorail right away over at mm-hmm. um at the Contemporary as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very about. convenient. There's a Speaking lot of dining get options. Over to Wilderness Lodge too. Yeah, and those three resorts, those four resorts. There's a lot of dining options. Some of the best mm-hmm. dining on property is right there, all yeah. outside um, of the park. Yeah, and. Bars and lounges, guys. Don't forget Chef Mickey's is right there, too. Oh, geez. John, I know that's John's, John's favorite. favorite. Easy favorite. access. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> bars and lounges. They uh, We've mentioned Enchanted Rose, which is maybe the one of the best lounges on property. I'd agree so. with that. Yeah. Between mm-hmm. drinks and charcuterie, the snacks, I think. You, I feel like, yeah, great vibe. Yeah. They made a delicious sidecar that mm-hmm. I introduced another person to okay. on this past trip. Nice. I like to what did that. you have, Megan? I had the seasonal old fashioned. Oh, that's Ooh, right. What was the seasonal did one? Did you like that? I didn't like it as much. It's, it's Christmas. So. I think it has some rosemary in it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember all the ingredients. I mean, it was good, but I think I'm more of a traditional old fashioned girl than the yeah. seasonal. What's that one that Courtney got that she just did not like? London Fog or something. I don't know. Yeah, I was it, was, drink it. Oh. it was the popular one. It was like the most yeah. popular drink they yeah. have. Is that the purple one? Yes. Yeah. Lavender, Lavender in it. Yeah. 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 That one is very popular. So I've never had it, but it's it, it wasn't is a, her cup of tea. That's no. fair. That's totally She's not fair. a fan. Mm. Okay. Well, and you I know, felt bad because I kind of recommended it. I was like, oh yeah, everybody gets the London fog. It's very popular. It's very and popular. You, you know what? This should bring us once we're done here, we need to hop over to Corinne, who did an epic monorail yeah, park well, crawl, right? That, so okay. So I'm assuming you guys did Enchanted Rose when you guys did your monorail ball, uh, pub crawl? Yes. Or lounge crawl? That was, yeah, that Lounge was crawl sounds we... like more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. It does, um, but I'm crawl. not a sophisticated girl, so <laughs> our crawl is just fine. Um, you know, y'all are so fancy talking about old fashions and all this stuff. Y'all are all bourbon, you know, drinkers. I am like, where's my chocolate martini? I need something, you know, like that's that's, that's me. And I bad. don't I don't branch out very far. We're going to get you to try new things on yes. Icon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if it's if it's included, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I'll try it. You but know? if you're paying twenty dollars for it, you want to like it, right? Yeah, I that's like I'm throwing away the money. But I'm going to order drink something. Package. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm going to order something, it's got to be something that I'm going to enjoy. But yeah, yeah we did. There's nothing we wrong did with hit that. Enchanted Rose, and it was pouring down rain. We sat we sat there and just enjoyed the rain. It was it was nice. One thing to point out about that is there is an outdoor area. It's one of like the few lounges yes. that has a really nice outdoor like space balcony, at the hotels. Yeah. yeah. Do you recall or can you give us a quick rundown of the stop points on that? Yeah, where did yeah. you guys stop? 
This is a very unofficial. Where did, where did it start? Where did it stop? Bob crawl. Yes. So we started at Trader Sam's okay. and mm-hmm. uh, started at Polly. This is actually was our arrival day. So as soon as we got, you know, we dropped our stuff off. We headed straight to Polly and uh, got on the wait list. I think we were there at like ooh, two in the uh, afternoon. Or, Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and early. Okay. So, but you want to no, get your morning, name on the John. wait list even, even before they open. Um, there's like somebody outside Trader Sam's like taking your name down. So mm-hmm. then we went to, what is it? Tam, Tambu Lounge? Mm-hmm. Is that Tambu right? Lounge. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we had our first drink there while we waited okay. for Trader Sam's to open. They, then we went they to did, Trader Yeah, what's it called drinks up there? The pineapple drinks, right? The Lapu Lapu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... We headed over to Enchanted Rose, mm-hmm. and then we went to. But what did you at Trader Sam's? Do you remember what your drinks were? Or no? Oh my gosh, no! I'm the worst. I don't okay. remember anything. In general, I, or I just remember, remembering things. Uh, uh, anything. Um, <laughs> I I remember the experience was really fun. We sat at the bar, um, which I thought was was really interactive. We loved listening to the bartenders interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, just Everywhere their, or their, at just behind resorts? the bar, like their their banter you're with at each Trader? other. Trader Sam's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is that what y'all are talking about? I think in so. In general, right? on your whole crawl, we weren't sure if you were saying <laughs> just at Trader Sam's you were entertained by the bartenders or at all the. Oh all no the no place. no! Just at Trader Sam's, I was entertained okay. by the bartenders. Okay. I thought by sitting at the bar there, I I would take that over like a table in the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Personally, okay. I like I loved hearing them. You know, kind of go back and forth with each other. I thought that they were super it's entertaining. entertainment, right? That's yeah. fun. Yeah, he busted out the ukulele. He gave me some maracas. We were singing. It was great. Yeah. I like it. But then, yeah, so we headed over to Enchanted Rose. It was a little bit more chill. Chocolate martini. Chocolate martini. Mm-hmm. Cried in the lobby. It was great. <laughs> and then I hopped back on the monorail. We ended okay. out uh, at Steakhouse 71. No idea what I drank. I don't remember. Okay. That's a solid, <laughs> solid restaurant. Yeah. I like that place. <laughs> it was fun, though. That's so great. that so four stops? Just four stops? That's the whole monorail. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a monorail crawl. Yeah, you just do the I mean, yeah. When you could extend it, you could extend it. You could. It. You could go. I know there's people who do like, you know, they also go over to Wilderness Lodge, but we just hit mm-hmm. right. The but there's also another resorts. bar at God, what's the name of the other bar? Cosmic something or um at Contemporary. At contemporary? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what, what is that called? About. It's like galactic no. But you could also go up to it. California Grill. I mean, you could go to any other restaurant bar. You could. It, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. getting up to California Grill is kind of t- it has to be the right to the time lounge. to get to the lounge. It used to be really easy, but yeah. from what I understand, it's more difficult now to get up there. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have we didn't have any reservations. So Steakhouse seventy one, we were just able to go and just sit at the bar without yes, for sure. any sort of reservation. So it was a little bit more flexible. We didn't honestly, we didn't have a huge plan of what we were doing. So right. and when what time we would be anywhere. So we didn't really it's actually kind of nice nail, though. nail yeah. anything down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Well, let's keep moving on back to the Grand Floridian. So there's main building, there's outer buildings, there's all kinds of different room categories that all say main building, outer building. What are the differences if I'm reading main building versus outer building versus now there's like, re, what? And well, there's a resort villa studio. And they very recently brought the room categories down because you're right. There were what so many. 
probably yeah. 15 to 20 different room categories at the Grand Flow. And Lagoon, I think they realized like, yeah. all this stuff. So I think they realized that that was maybe a little overboard on getting people to understand them. I don't know what they've brought it down to, but it's definitely lower than what it used to be just this In past general, year. They- at all the resorts, they streamlined it. But I think they still have to differentiate between main building, outer building, right? Yeah. Well, yep. main building is all going to be club level. Every room there is club level in the main building. Okay. And then you have mm-hmm. Sago, which is going to be all club level. It's, so if you book something as outer building club level, that's Sago key. Main building, club level, it's anywhere in the main building. And then all the other outer buildings are regular, the regular view rooms or regular non-club rooms. Yeah. Every room at Sago every is room, club? Every, yeah. It should be. That's how it mm-hmm. used to be in Sago. Did I miss out on club level while I was there? <laughs> are you sure you were at Sago and not the one next to Sago? I'm pretty sure it was Sago. Was Lisa in your building? No, she was in yours. Part of me thinks that club's been closed for a little while since they've been doing the construction too. Yeah, they so may, I'm not they sure. The club may not have been open at Sago yet. Right. Okay. Honestly. Right. Okay. That's what I'm wondering. Were any of y'all in the main building when you stayed there? Or were you all mm-hmm. in the no, outer, we building? All, or outer building? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a that's a expensive trip because half of the the yeah. rooms are suites in that building. In the main yeah. building. Yeah. But also the other thing to note is that I forget which building it was. I know it's the one that's closest to the villas. They converted that entire building to technically be DVC, mm-hmm. but the room exactly the same as the rest of the resort. So they're calling them DVC Resort Villa Studios or Resort Studio Villas. Based on what we saw, I'd be happy if the DVC looked exactly like these because I know some DVCs don't have that same charm and updated feel when these renovations are happening. They kind of get left right. behind a little bit. So I, if I was a DVC member, I'd be happy if they all right. looked like this so they they converted the big the big pine key building and that one's been redone mm-hmm. and then okay. you also have sugarloaf conch key boca chica boca and boca chica yep I've, I've stayed in boca chica before and i was one i was one across the water from you guys towards mm-hmm. the walking path yeah, so you were saga. saga yeah, yeah. okay yeah i was looking at the map because that, no that club. i had to have to look at the aerial view yeah. to, to get them yeah. all right so not bad yeah. locations of the buildings, really. I mean, for as big as that resort is, the only mm-hmm. thing I don't like is that I like being in the main building. I don't mm-hmm. like being in another building because when it's raining, when you're checking right. in, when you're checking out, you're <laughs> pulling luggage, it's raining, you know, even at the end of the day, it's just farther to walk. You have to go through the main building a lot of times. So for me, I personally, if I can get a room in the main building, I'm going to do that. And I lied, guys. It is not the Sago building. It's Sugarloaf. Sugarloaf Sugar is yeah. the club building. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. where Dana and I were. So Sugarloaf is club. Did you guys have club last time or no? No. So they haven't reopened it then in Sugarloaf. Yeah. Shh, we're not supposed okay. to tell Sean we had club, okay? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Can you <laughs> He's imagine? wondering why I came came out with like bags full of waters. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so ridiculous. All right. Okay. We've talked about the walkway over. Let's go ahead and wrap up this episode and talk about who is this? Like which client would you recommend this resort too. I've got thoughts, but I want to hear everybody else's first. Megan? Not to someone on a budget. I mean, it usually prices out as yeah. one of the highest. So if you are are looking to go and you're on a budget, it's it's not should have gone during COVID, right? Yes. yes. They were discounting Grand Flow really a great deal during during COVID. Because yeah. yep. it really needed a refurb. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pre-refurbishment to these Mary Poppins vibe rooms and it needed it, right? That yeah. boardwalk were the ones that really needed the, the love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What I'll say about, about discounts at this resort though, I do feel like, and it's so two things have happened that is going to make it less likely to get a discount is one, they took an entire building out of inventory and turned those into DVC. DVC. So that means that they have their, the way that they do the math is like the resort, if it's not hitting a certain percentage of occupants, projected occupancy, they're going to release a discount for it. Right. And if it's, if, if it's already completely sold out for that time, there's not going to be a discount. There's no need to apply, send out a discount. Right. right. They're not doing discounts as charity work. They're doing it to fill the resorts <laughs> that need space to be filled. Or that space hmm. to be filled. So because they took their building out of inventory, there's less likely to be now. There used to be, there's such an excess amount of rooms at this resort that there was always a discount. They took a building out of inventory to make a DVC. In addition to that, they also refurbished, which creates new demand whenever you refurbish a resort. Mm-hmm. Couple that with the proximity and the walking path. Yeah, I think you'll still see discounts when they come out. I don't know that they're going to be as plentiful as they were in the past. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like the inventory here is big enough and they price it high enough that they give themselves room to discount. Mm-hmm. but you just have to take that as with a grain of salt. Like, is it worth the price, you know, the, the starting price before the discount? Right. Which is, which is what, what, what's that, what's that starting point pre-discount that we are seeing most often? Is it in the seven to nine is lead in? Is a lead in? Depending on time of year. Yeah. I would say standard right. room there, outer building. Yeah. 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 And then it goes up from there. Right. Yeah. All right. So well-heeled like people, so people with a healthy budget or irresponsible people without money, I should say, <laughs> like people who just like put it all on the credit card and let, you know, 2024 person, the, the you know, standard Disney meme. There's my tax check. Right. right. Or well, how are you going to Disney again? It's because I'm so irresponsible. Exactly. <laughs> I feel that I am promoting Grand Flow to more of an older crowd, even though we kind of touched on it in the beginning of like, of course they have, it's Disney. They have a lot of things that are geared towards younger kids. Um, Mm -hmm. I personally would not be staying here with my young kids. I don't think my kids are as well behaved as yours may be, John, but my son, (laughs) I would go crazy as a, as a, they are, my, my son is three, but uh, as a mom who was very, I I'm well aware of when my kids are misbehaving in a public space and I yep. would mm-hmm. be very uptight there because I wouldn't want my give kids. Give applause. Uh, thank you. I wouldn't want my kids being the ones running around in, I feel like more of a calm setting when there's this beautiful pianist playing and it's just more of a calmer vibe and my kids are not calm. Um, I feel like it's great for people who want that proximity to you know, to the parks, to Magic Kingdom, they want to be on a monorail resort. Maybe there's not necessarily, they don't have a preference on which one, maybe budget's driving it a little bit, maybe availability is driving it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do see myself kind of gearing it towards maybe if you have older kids or adults only. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And it's good for older kids too. I have families who have higher age teenagers, not like young teenagers, but you know, 15, 16 year olds. And they like to be close to magic kingdom because they may come back in the evening and have dinner and leave the older kids in the park and they can easily get back Mm -hmm. to the resort by themselves because you are so close and you do have the monorail and the walk and, you know, all these options of transportation. And, and, I understand what Corinne is saying, and I, I think I agree with it. Like the young, younger kids like that, probably they'd be better off at a wilderness lodge or something that scale, a little bit more, you know, chill vibe. Yeah. But yeah. I would recommend it to families who have kids, you know, infants to a year and a half, because mm-hmm. 
the proximity of getting back for a midday break, nap time, whatever, from Magic Kingdom, which is oftentimes yeah. kind of that peak theme park that people are going to go to maybe for a couple of days during a trip, having that very quick time to get back to resort during a, during a midday napping time is very helpful. You can't beat it. Yeah. If you have under five-year-old, it's, yeah, I love my resorts for that reason. Leaving half your family in the parks, you know, you're not really going too far away. They could be back with you in a short amount of time. And another point too, to Sean, to what Sean said is that having the young kids, you can see the fireworks too mm -hmm. from around Grand Floridian. So yeah. it's nice too, if you have little kids and you want to go ahead and put them in there, shower them, get them in their jammies and just watch the fireworks without having to be in the craziness of the park and then trying to get out of the park super late and get back for bed. Yeah, I agree. And they pipe that music, they pipe the music in from the viewing areas at the beach right there. I, I saw your guys' fireworks show when you guys were at the Christmas party. Uh, and that was pretty cool. Oh, when you yeah. didn't buy a ticket? Yeah, maybe? that's right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you stayed back at the resort. <laughs> All right. So, that, uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, I don't know. I love the Grand Floridian. And I'm thinking to myself, who do I? So, you obviously, it's you're going to send this resort information to somebody who's wanting monorail, right? Someone who mm -hmm. says, I want to be on the monorail. I want to be on the monorail. I want a deluxe resort. I want something nice. Typically, what I do is I send people who, when I ask them like where they typically stay on vacation, if they tell me that they're normally staying at the Four Seasons or the Ritz-Carlton or St. Regis, something like, like that's like the style of resort they go for. Right. I think the Grand Floridian is probably going to be right up their alley. If they're telling me they're they like to go to the JW, you know, or like more laid back, more adventurous sort of thing, then maybe Polly or Contemporary on, on the monorail line. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just silly, but... It's not silly at all. I think you, you definitely want to find out what their taste and style is because it, it's going to yeah. translate into the hotel that they want to stay in. Because like you said, some people may feel like it's stuffy still. Some people still give that vibe. Like if you read online, people say that. But I think it's mostly people are saying that who have never actually been. Right. So it's impressions. All right. Last but not least, we'll close out the episode is what sets us apart from the other Disney resorts or the other monorail resorts even. Hmm. That's a good the question. The other resorts is location, but. Live piano player. I'm going to be an advocate for I that. I do love live music. He was, he was there almost every time we went to yeah. the lobby on this past trip. He was in mm -hmm. there playing the Disney classics. Just really good, really good. The same guy every single time, I believe. I do miss the orchestra they had there, though. Yeah, that was pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dining, I think the dining here really sets this resort apart from the other monorail resorts. Polly's good dining. California Grill, hmm, here and there. But these are the best resorts on property or the best restaurants on property as far as like an objective quality of food mm -hmm. menu, probably. I agree. With the exception of maybe some of the stuff in Epcot. I think it because they are using it a lot in their advertising, it does kind of have that classic, you know, it's got the red roofs and the white, you know, so a lot of people, they recognize that and they see that as the place to stay. I want to stay in that and, the, in the, you know, the one with the red roofs. And the it's one iconic. That's right by yeah. The park. yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it makes it stand apart from the others. I agree. Megan, anything to add? I mean, we already touched upon it. I'd say the updated rooms for me. I, I love Ooh, it. That's they're so good. just, yeah, they're, they're beautiful. Really well done. I think that they might, of the three monorail resorts that have all gotten brand new rooms, I think these might be the best. I agree. Too. They're not mm -hmm. as in your face as right. contemporary. 
Although yeah, I love the contemporary subtle. rooms, but yeah. they are definitely subtle. Yeah, you're not opening it up and Mary Poppins, Giant uh, <laughs> her outfits right. like in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the right. incredible. I, but that's yeah. cute though. That it really is cute. It's cute. a fun cute. little thing, right? Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. Contemporary is probably more in Corinne's kids' range. Like right. that yeah. very fun yeah. in your face. But the pool Disney sucks, vibe. right? Yeah. Mm. My you kids know? love contemporary. They love oh, it. My, my kids do too. We've stayed there multiple times with them. Like we always end up going back there. Yep. That or the beach club. Again. Mm, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All the problems. All right. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Where We Roam podcast. We really appreciate everybody who tuned in to listen. Thank my fellow podcasters for giving me all the insight on your recent trip. I don't know. I'm currently booked at Beach Club and part of me wants to change to go to Grand Floridian on this trip. If Do only it. my wife Do would it. be one. She doesn't want to give up the storm along Bay on that, that trip, which I get. I'm with Steffi. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye and we will talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.